Buckle up. You're listening to Terminal Exchange. Hello, everyone. This is Jim Revell, the chaplain at Nussbaum Transportation. And we are quickly speeding through the month of November and, of course, uh, headed toward the holiday season. And uh, I think if you're anywhere in central U.S., we have been blitzed with the frigid temperatures that have plummeted and reminded reminded us that... uh, we need to be thankful when we did have warm weather because we're starting to freeze our synapses of our brain and we're forgetting that we had that. But I want to do a couple of brief talks on uh, Thanksgiving and kind of kind of get us in the sort of the a- attitude for this. And, you know, I, I was thinking of a couple of things. One, uh, I think we're very fortunate in, a, in our country to have a day, a national holiday designated toward Thanksgiving. And we're one of a handful of countries worldwide that have something that'd be either similar to a uh, Thanksgiving day or a, a harvest day. And of course, there are roots for this. And um, and I, I was also thinking of this. I think a lot of times Thanksgiving sort of gets lost in the speedy route headed toward Christmas uh, because we, you know, there's a lot of emphasis on shopping and there's a huge amount of economy that's connected with our uh, uh, you know, just profit margin when it comes to the Christmas holidays. And uh, and so somehow Thanksgiving represents, could represent overeating, uh, represents watching football, The especially the if you're a Cowboys and a Lions fan, you watch those teams, they always get the preeminent Thursday plus whoever they play. Uh, or you get to hang out with that... Uh, that weird relative you normally avoid, and uh, or, or maybe you are that weird relative. That ever, who knows? But um, but when I when I think of Thanksgiving, um, I, I, I want to tie a little thought here, and then I'm going to do a second part. Um, I was thinking about kind of the origins of where Thanksgiving comes from in our country, kind of the history of Thanksgiving, and of course we understand that the. Pilgrims came over in to Plymouth Rock, and if I was at Plymouth Rock uh, about three months ago, first time, and so they landed there. And I think was what was of interest to me is that I had a grandfather with about twelve or thirteen greats in front of him, whose brother was actually one of the initiators to bring the Mayflower here to our nation, and he came out over twenty years later. So I was kind of exploring that. But man, what a journey those people had. Uh, they came over seeking uh, really freedom to worship, and half of their uh, the, the group that came passed away, and then they're having a celebration in 1621 where half of their group had died, and they're outnumbered by the Native Americans about two to one, but they all got together for a meal. And uh, you know what? What do you do with that kind of pain? But you're still giving thanks, and and so there's a tie-in here. So that's one place that we look back on with with Thanksgiving is that's kind of where it started. But then there was also another time that we associate with Thanksgiving, which was in a Thanksgiving 
uh, proclamation was issued in 1777 by the Continental Congress uh, when we had defeated the British uh, in at Saratoga. And, of course, they declared a Thanksgiving day, uh, a time to give thanks to God. And, and, you know, it's interesting because that war that started, of course, the Declaration 1776 ran through uh, 1783. It was quite a lengthy time. Um, the the troops, our, our troops were not doing well. And that was also in the middle of kind of a dark time for the country, wondering which direction things are going to head. And then, of course, we think of the proclamation that was given by Abraham Lincoln in the middle of the Civil War in 1863, where he actually, it ends up where we get this day now, the fourth day, um, or the fourth Thursday of November that we designate for a national uh, Thanksgiving uh, holiday. Now, why do I tell you all those stories? Because I think that those three stories have a common thread. And that's that all three of those individuals are three of those groups of people were facing hardship and suffering. And it's interesting because when you talk about the holidays, you know, we always see the movie pictures of happy family sitting around celebrating that kind of thing. But I've talked with several people through my many people as I've, you know, worked either in ministry or chaplaincy who these holiday seasons can represent very difficult times, either the loss of a loved one, the breakup of a relationship. And you look at this, what would it have been like to have that meal having half of the constituency having passed away when the pilgrims had come over and they're still giving thanks in the middle of their pain? Or how about, think about the civil war that's still happening in 1863 in our country, represents the largest amount of loss, 600,000 Americans uh, perished uh, through the civil war, more than all the other wars combined. And yet there's a national day given uh, to be able to share thanks and uh, so that got me thinking about some uh, interesting uh, in the scripture. You know, we always celebrate, I, I think when we are going through dark times, we always look at the Psalms, or if we want to celebrate things, we look at the Psalms. But, you know, those stories, those, some of those beautiful words in darkness were written in some of the most difficult times, and we enjoy reading them, but the person going through them had to make a choice to give thanks or to reach out or to lean into and I was looking at Psalm 30 that talks of these words, God lifted me out of the depths. Sometimes the holiday season can represent the depths. And Or in, in uh, Psalm 34, it talks about how God delivered, David said God delivered him from all of his fears and saved him out of all of his troubles. And man, when you're in the middle of that kind of stuff, it's really difficult to get a bearing and an orientation. Or another... <laughs> Have you ever been in this spot? Uh, David writes, he lifted me out of the slimy pit, <laughs> out of the mud and the mire. And, and there's nothing worse than getting stuck. Have you ever walked in, uh, you know, man, I, I've walked in places where my boot got stuck and I kept walking. <laughs> I don't know if you ever had that happen, but sometimes we feel like we're in places like that. But it's in those times, uh, you know, it's, it's in those times that we can stop and say, no, wait a minute. I have to make a choice to kind of do a counterintuitive thing. There's a press against me, but I'm going to make a choice to give thanks. And it is a choice. And so one of the interesting traditions we've had in the past, in our family, 
is when you go around the table and you talk about, you say one good thing that happened this year. And of course, that's a wonderful thing where you celebrate all these things. But I was thinking, what if we thought this year, along with that idea, what is one thing we survived that that we've made it to this point? I mean, think about the pilgrims. As they're celebrating, they survived coming across that ocean. Or think of uh, this victory at Saratoga. They survived a great press by the British. Or think about the Civil War that was still going on. It was an un. It was still sort of in the balance as what would happen, but it's in the middle of that. They still chose to give th- give thanks. So I guess that would be my challenge for this little devotional: is to not only think of the good things. But how could God use even what you would prescribe as dark things? I don't like that. I vote no to that. This isn't a good thing. And I'm not saying those things are is a good is good, but the scripture teaches that we're to give thanks in each circumstance, not for each circumstance, but in each one give thanks, because this is what God wants you to do. Now, if God's wanting us to do that, it's not only for his benefit, but it's also for our benefit. So let me conclude with a scripture that I love this scripture, and I, it's in the book of James, and I'm going to read it out of the message translation. And it says this, Consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. Think about that. Sheer gift? Yeah, Right. But this is a choice. You know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and it shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so you become mature, well-developed, not deficient in any way. Now, we get in those situations and we get baffled. So then God says, you don't know what you're doing? (laughs) Pray to God or pray to the Father. He loves to help. You'll get his help, and you won't be condescended when you ask for it. So ask boldly, believing, without a second thought. And of course, it says, if you don't know what to do, ask. He gives generously. So whatever you're facing, it may be, maybe this year you lost a loved one. Maybe you've had financial challenges. Maybe you've had some kind of physical health difficulty. Maybe it's the breakup of... A relationship and all these kinds of things are life experiences. But even in the middle of those dark times, that's the time to dig deep and say, Now, wait a minute. I want to give thanks that I've gotten to this place and that I'm going to give thanks in hope and in faith that God's going to weave together something out of these things that I could have never planned for and He's going to work it out for good. So, I want to send that word to you, and I want to give that challenge. And again, let me give you an encouragement. Uh, If you ever need to connect, I'm going to give you my number, uh, Jim Ravel, Corporate Chaplains of America. My number is 1-877-322-CHAP. That is 1-877-322-2427, and my extension is 5017. Have a great Thanksgiving. And remember, when things seem the darkest, the light shines the brightest. Blessings to you. You've been listening to Terminal Exchange. 
the official podcast show of Nussbaum Transportation. Nussbaum is an industry leader in over-the-road freight transportation. For more information on Nussbaum's award-winning truckload services and top-paying driving careers, go to Nussbaum.com or NussbaumJobs.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of Terminal Exchange. New episodes arrive every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe to our show wherever you listen to podcasts and share a little love by writing us a review. Then go deeper into each exchange or listen to previous episodes at our podcast page, terminalexchange.org.